Who is it? The pizza guy. Boy, the double cheese and sausage. Right here, dude. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you were doing? Learned about Cuba. Is she really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask her. Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm-hmm. Gee, it must be great riding with him. Is he picking you up after school today? That's me, baby. That's me. This is me, Mortimer Main, your buddy, welcoming you to another episode of Tracks from the Treehouse Lounge. We are sitting pretty up here, 240 feet above the forest floor in a big, giant treehouse restaurant and bar. What's going on today? What's going on today? We are still in the seas. This is Clash Part 5, baby. This is Sandinista. But before we talk about this incredible album, let's talk about the movie that we watched today when we were setting up the lounge. We've been on the Francis F. C. train, baby. Francis Ford Coppola? Coppola? Not sure the connect pronounce there, but uh, I think you know who I'm talking about. It was Godfather Part 1, a.k.a. Godfather 1972. Amazing, amazing, fantastic. Ah, just... Uh, just see it. We're not even. We're not even spending too much time talking about it. You gotta see the movie. You gotta see Godfather one and two. Faux show. Okay. All right. Sandinista. First of all, Carol, my darling, my darling. This is another Carol record. This time she wrote that signature in classic Carol fashion, right up on the white border. You have to check it out. This is another original pressing, another UK import. It's got the newspaper style uh, fanzine fold out with all the lyrics on it. This is a triple disc album, okay? Six sides, three long playing records inside. It's crazy. And uh, yeah, made in England again. 
So Joe Strummer said that uh, after all the pushback from CBS for releasing London Calling as a double LP album, shortly after that, they have no problem releasing Bruce Springsteen's The River, <laughs> another double LP in the same fashion. But they give The Clash all this pushback, uh, so Joe said, that's it. We're up in the ante again, it's gonna be three albums, it's gonna be 36 songs. What are you gonna do now, CBS? Release the dogs, or the bees, or the dogs that shoot bees out of their mouths? <laughs> Call the cops? Well guess what, man? The police have been on my back, okay? Just like these guys right here.
Oof. Okay, big tune. Police on my back by The Clash. That was written by a guy named Eddie Grant. I mentioned this song earlier. I don't know what I was thinking, but for some reason in my head, this song was on the Give Him Enough Rope album. It's not. It's on this album. And this was featured on the soundtrack to the movie about motorcycle racing the world's fastest Indian. And this was the song that my friend Andy was like, oh man, this song is The Clash. I'm like, yes, man. So what up, Andy? My friend Andy, man, played baseball together, and I got good memories of playing Goldeneye at your house at lunch. Rumble packs on, you know, blasting off. Proximity mines, what? Okay, so, great song. Police always hassling. Always hassling, man. <laughs> okay. This album, it's called Sandinista. It's a reference to the, the Sandinista National Liberation Front. On Espanol, the Frente Sandinista de Liberación Nacional, okay? The FSLN. is a socialist political party in Nicaragua. Its members are called Sandinistas, both in English and Spanish. The party is named after Augusto Cesar Sandino, who led the Nicaraguan resistance against the United States occupation of Nicaragua in the 1930s. I learned a little bit about this during my foray into South American history when I was in school. Here's the, here's the quick version. The Sandinistas overthrew a guy named Somoza in 1979, ending, he was the president, ending the Somoza dynasty and established a revolutionary government in its place. Having seized power, the Sandinistas ruled Nicaragua from 79 to 1990. They instituted a policy of mass literacy, devoted significant resources to healthcare and promoted gender equality, but came under international criticism for human rights abuses, mass execution and oppression of indigenous peoples. A U.S.-backed group known as the Contras was formed in 1981 to overthrow the Sandinista government and was funded and trained by the CIA, the American Central Intelligence Agency. This was the Iran-Contra scandal. This was the clash being like, hey, does everybody know about this foreign government interventions uh, within the electoral processes of sovereign nations a lot of people didn't know you know like a lot of people in england could care less about you know what's going on in nicaragua literally across the world but hot damn what delicious irony it is that now it is america america is the one that is having their electoral process being manipulated and interfered with by hostile foreign nations Anyways, the Sandinista conflict was just one of the uh, socio-political conflicts going on in the world in 1980 that they highlighted. They also talk about Chile, Cuba, Afghanistan, the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan just happened, um, Chinese absorption of Tibet. Very, I mean, this is this is the class, right? Political, Political-minded, you know, trying to trying to point out the hypocrisy and the bullshit that prevents uh, equality and everybody from enjoying all the resources that the world has to offer but then they also look inward they're talking about what's going on in england too 
So the next song we're gonna listen to, Somebody Got Murdered. This one, um, the lyrics, you'll be able to make them out. It's pretty clear. It's pretty much just talking about like crime in the city and how no one uh, really notices. This song takes me back to Vancouver. I was visiting a couple friends, but I was visiting my friend Karen, AKA the boyfriend stealer. And I had just graduated uh, university and my aunt and uncle had bought me my first iPod and I had a collection of tracks on it from the Sandinista album. I don't think I had the full Sandinista album on it, but I'm not sure. Anyways, I remember walking down the streets of West Vancouver on a rainy day listening to this song in my ears with a nice beer buzz on and I was probably Joe Cool smoking a cigarette at the same time. I'm not sure about the cigarette bit. But yeah, this song's called Somebody Got Murdered. And everyone's just like, whatever.
Okay, just to hammer home um, what what legends uh, the Clash were for releasing this album as a triple LP, they took a pay cut on it. The part of the deal was because you know obviously it's going to cost more to produce the record. Like you're actually going to have to give out more wax. The price is going to go up to manufacture it. So. CBS was like, okay, we'll make your three disc album, but you know, we have to charge more. And The Clash was like, no way. Charge the regular price. So uh, they actually ended up having to take a cut. They had to forego any royalties on the first 200,000 copies sold in the UK and a 50% cut in royalties elsewhere. So that's a lot of money that these guys, you know, let their fans keep, <laughs> you dig? <laughs> Mick Jones said that I always saw it as a record for people who were like on oil rigs or arctic stations. People that weren't able to get to the record shops regularly. They had tons of people work on it because it was so expansive. It's been compared to the uh, the White Album by the Beatles who you know wanted to release a bunch of tracks and, and there's a lot of haters and detractors because some of the tracks are clearly filler, okay? They wouldn't have happened if they weren't trying to, you know, have 36 songs to release. That's what I always thought anyways, but uh, the more I listen to it and the more my, my tastes <laughs> refine over time, the more and more I like this album. And this has kind of been a forgotten one for me, even though it's got, I know it's got some amazing songs. There's some kind of annoying stuff on it as well. But one song I want to point out that I'm not going to be playing is uh, Lose This Skin, which is a really cool song. As I, I recommend you go out and track it down. And I remember listening to this one. I discovered this one and then I really wanted to show it to my friend Matt, the same guy who played Helter Skelter for me. And I was like, check this out. And we were sitting in my like 1989 Buick Skylark drinking a bottle of wine that we had stole from somebody's house. And there was a couple of people in the back seat. And I was like, you guys gotta shut up. Just listen to the song. Just listen to the song. You gotta shut up. You gotta shut up. No one like really wanted to listen. But when the song started, everyone kind of shut up a bit. And then we looked at it and we're like, who wrote this? Like who's singing? That's not The Clash. And then uh, Matt looked at the lyric credits and he's like, T-Dog. <laughs> yeah, Timon Dog. One of the one of Joe's buddies who was actually in the 101ers, I think, too. So Lose the Skin with T-Dog. It's pretty good. But the last song I'm going to play today is another crazy one. And I got to give more shout outs for this, too, because this was nuts, man. I was living in... Okay, when I started working at the record store, I bought my first laptop and my friend Doug, my man Doug, much love to Doug at the record store, he gave me his entire digital collection. Okay, so I had it all on my computer on the hard drive. It was crazy. It was like 10,000 songs. Quality. 80% quality, that stuff. So I had all the Clash, everything. And one day, when I was living in Japan, <laughs> I just had my, you know, tunes on shuffle. And all of a sudden I heard the song that I'm gonna be playing for you next. And I was like, I had never heard it before. And I had been a fan of The Clash for years already. And I was like, what is this? Where, where did this come from? Up in heaven, not only here. This is a song about 
unsatisfactory housing for poor people in London, the tenement homes. These hardworking people who can't even expect, you know, quality construction in the homes that the, the government, the city provides for them. Because they can't afford anything better. So we're going to go out with this song, but before I say goodbye, don't forget to uh, take the time and stop to smell the flowers when you see them, you know? Don't forget that plants like it when you breathe on them. <laughs> You're never too busy to stop and smell the flowers, all right? So, up in heaven, not only here, my gift to you. Don't worry though, we're gonna be back. We're gonna be back with more good stuff. We're still sailing the seas, okay? Peace and love to all y'all, each one teach one, baby. I will see you tomorrow. Peace, peace, peace.